What's happening, Mike Schmidt, 40-year-old boy podcast, coming to you live from my fucking house. Yeah, where are you at? You in your fucking house? Probably, right? Because that's where we all are. We're all in our fucking houses. And we're supposed to be. I'm not, look, I'm not that guy. I'm not out here advocating anything. I'm not rattling my saber. Actually, I am. I have a saber. I don't know if you know that. I've become a saber guy during, during the fucking lockdown, during quarantine. I was like, you know what? I could learn Spanish. There's so many shows I haven't seen. Some of the great American novels. You know what? Fuck that. Buy a saber. Will I do a saber dance? Perhaps I will. Is that the, uh, that's the second appearance of saber dance during the quarantine, I think. You know, when the quarantine happens, you got to pull out the classics, folks. You can't just rely on something new. You can't go, well, I hope Drake is dropping some new uh, drizzy hizzy. Is that how they say? Is that what the kids say? No, I go saber dance. You want to look, you want to get, you want to get Drake. You want to listen to that song Savage. You want to make a TikTok dance out of something fancy. Bust out the saber dance. Now you'll really turn people's heads. Uh, you know, what's funny. This is true. You know, what's funny. This is true. <laughs> Dumb. Uh, our good friend, Eddie Medrano, funny Eddie, ha ha, funny uh, boyfriend, uh, lover, if you will, of our friend, Lily Von Stupp, life partner. Uh, he's making a name for himself on the tick and the talk. He's, he's putting out videos. He put out a video yesterday of him doing a magical trick. Uh, and now look, are people dunking on him? Certainly they are. Cause he said something like, uh, I forget what he wrote. Uh, something like, Oh, if you don't think this is funny, I'll have to change my name. So of course everybody's like, Oh, you better change your name then stupid, whatever. <laughs> Fucking hitting the pipe. Watching TikTok all goddamn day in quarantine. How do you shit on a magician with a handlebar mustache? The guy's wearing a fez, for Christ's sake. Look at the effort he's put into this fucking TikTok for you. That's a minute of entertainment. Uh, I was trying to talk to somebody about that, about how, um, you know, look, it's Friday, by the way. Let's not, let's, let's not uh, bury the lead here. It's certainly Friday again, because I don't know... <laughs> if uh, I have anything to bring to the table for you guys. And I know you're tired of hearing that bullshit and whatever the fuck. But at the same time, I, I, I go through this fucking thing all the time. All right. And because, again, I've mentioned it before. And here's another thing we got to talk about. Um, you know, I, I have a lot of the same routine. I got a lot of the same stuff going on, just like you guys do. You know, you, you fucking. Although I tell you this, my fucking routine is completely going into the goddamn dumpster. I, I it's been great. Getting gradually worse. There's no doubt it's been getting gradually worse. Um. As I've mentioned, I'm just hiding in my house, waiting for my heart to explode. We'll see if that's going to work out, how that's going to happen. Uh, just eating noodles and rice and butter and bread and fucking chocolate and chips and uh, a lot of other things that kind of sound like other things. 
Uh, I lost 60 pounds to start the year, put 40 of it back on. Look at me lurking now, just ruining fucking chairs days by sitting in them chairs, wishing somehow possibly they're like, oh, finally, this guy's got his. I'm sure my chairs had a conversation. I got four or five chairs in this house and they had to think, you know, ah, this fucking guy needs to do something right or else we're going to walk out. We're going to stage a chair out. We're going to roll out the goddamn door one of these days when he leaves. But now, first of all, I never fucking leave. And now I got even had because I spent two months, two months losing weight. The chairs were like, ah, oh, finally, there was unrest in the forest. There was trouble with the chairs. They had a conversation and they said, this fucking guy won't lose weight. We got to get the fuck out of here. And then two months, I lost 60 pounds. They're like, this is fucking awesome. Look at this dude. He must have caught some of our, our chair uh, waves that we send back and forth to one another. Maybe is he. Can we communicate with him? Maybe when he sleeps, let's do it. Well, I'll concentrate. Oh, lose weight, you fat fuck. Oh, lose weight, you fat fuck. You are ruining your chairs. We're going to roll out of here in a big chair out. The great American chair out, they called it. And I heard their pleas. I heard their cries. And I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to lose some weight for these chairs. It wasn't even for me. It wasn't even for me. It wasn't even for me finding three extra inches of dick. It was for me going, you know what? I don't want these chairs to roll the fuck out of here. Because what am I going to do then? I'm going to sit on the floor. Although my couch would still stay because my couch loves me. My couch doesn't give a fuck. Hey, couch, do you love me? Are you riding? Say you'll never, ever leave from beside me because I want you and I need you and I'll lay on you always. That's right, couch. My couch loves me. doesn't make judgments. My couch doesn't decide that I'm a bad guy or that I can't support my weight from now on. But these chairs, arrogant. Uh, So these chairs, they put up a thing where they were going to fucking split. And then, you know, then I lose 60 pounds and everybody's happy. But now, over the course of uh, two more months, I put 40 of it back on, which, let's take a look at that. I deserve a little credit there. I didn't put all 60 of it back on. That's good news, right? Just the very fact that I would put 40 on is grim. Uh, dude, imagine losing 60 pounds in two months and then putting 40 pounds on. What am I? Who the fuck am I? Christian Bale? What the fuck am I doing with my life? I'm De Niro and fucking uh, uh, Raging Bull. That's who I am. I'm fucking Schmidt LaMotta. I'm just losing fucking weight. I'm going to go bang Kathy Moriarty. I know where her pizza place is. And I'm going to fucking accuse Pesci of fucking her. And he's going to be all quiet and be like, what are you, ta- what are you talking about? Hey, 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 what are you talking about? That's the worst Pesci of all time. I'm one of my Jim Brewer. I'm not. Let me ask you this. If you're in quarantine with a Jim Brewer and, uh, and he starts with the Pesci, like he's got a, does he wait a week? He's got to wait a week, right? <laughs> doesn't he? Doesn't he fucking put the the? Because uh, look, we're all on tenterhooks now. There's no way he busts out a Pesci the first fucking day. He's got to put that on the shelf. He's Jim Brewer for at least a week, and then after a week, he starts with the yeah, 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 and all that bullshit. And you're like, oh, Jim, come on, man, don't spit in my face with your fucking Pesci nonsense. Uh, and who else did he do? Uh, I don't. If if you're stranded in a house right now with anybody who's an impressionist, that's got to be terrible. Because I'll tell you, but again, I go back and forth. Like, it would be really cool to have somebody here to fuck all the time. But at the same time, uh, I don't mind laying around and eating noodles and doing nothing. We've talked about this. It's me repeating myself, certainly. So you go back and forth. Because, uh, you know, sex is fucking amazing. I would love to eat pussy 15 hours a day. It's just that, that the other nine hours, you're like, all right, I might read a book. And then the person's like, why don't you talk to me? And you're like, fuck, didn't I just fucking go down on you for 15 hours? Didn't your your skull cave in a little bit? Don't you literally feel the top of your head? Don't you have a soft spot in the top of your skull right now from you coming so hard over and over for 15 hours as I went down on you? Don't your, don't your thighs have Mike Schmidt shoulder burn right now? Give me nine hours to fucking relax. Uh, and see that, that, and then that, that's just going to be bad for the rest of the quarantine. If you launch into somebody like that, right? You can't fucking drop that on somebody's head right away and just go, Hey man, didn't I just eat your pussy for 15 hours? Why are you talking to me, man? 
but then you go the other route and then I'm in here and I am, I am, I am ready to call the Guinness book of world records, uh, and see if there is a record for jerking off. I'm going to go ahead and see if that's a possibility. I don't, I don't, I go righty. I go lefty. I started, I'm not even joking. Like I started to do it like a playoffs where I was like, I, I, I haven't broken out the stopwatch yet. Cause that's not the whole, you look, you don't want to fucking, that's not your whole deal. All right. Although as an old man, it doesn't matter when you were a kid, you were just trying to fucking blaze through. Now, you know what you do? You sink into it. <laughs> You just fucking, you ease into it. You get your left hand rolling. You start, because you need your right hand for the mouse, of course, as I've mentioned, or the trackpad or however you fucking do it. Uh, and you're rolling, you're looking through, you know, you got your porn hubs, you got your four chans, you got your, uh, and I, look, we all have our fucking uh, routine, right? Um, but yeah, there's gotta be, like, I, I'm, I want to call, and the only bad thing is, like, they have to verify that record. So they got to film it? What the fuck? They got to observe me in the wild? I got no fucking clue. But it's just, uh, and I will say this, I haven't worked out, and I put on 40 pounds, but nine of it is arm muscle. That's not a fucking lie. I mean, I, you know, the one, I don't work out at all. I don't work out. I don't need cardio. I'm jerking off cardio, really, but it's not the way I do it. Uh, but the rest of it, man, I'm not doing push-ups or sit-ups or fucking anything, and there's no weights. I got no weights here that I'm lifting, but I will tell you what, I don't think my arms have suffered at all because my forearms and my wrists are still in good shape from the fucking stroke sessions, man. I'm just fucking, I'm keeping my arms in complete shape. That's good. Because again, hey, look, because your forearms are the key. Guys, if you don't know this, ladies are ladies love forearms. Ladies, LL, LL Cool F. Ladies love cool forearms. I don't know if you're aware of that. Uh, this could be a lie. I don't know what ladies love. I don't know a fucking thing. Again, I'm stranded in my fucking house. Are, are there ladies anymore? Ladies, are you out there? I see you via the Pornhub and certainly some on Twitter. Uh, I don't know if women still exist. Does anybody still exist? Does anybody really know what time it is? I say again every week for the quarantine. Got to bust out some Chicago in your goddamn face. Uh, and I could be doing anything. I could be learning guitar or fucking Spanish or anything. And I, I don't, I fucking jerk off and I eat noodles. That's it, which is a cool ass existence and it's fun, but it's not going to help when this shit ends and it's going to end, right? Isn't this shit going to eventually end? Aren't we all going to be fucking released into the wild at some goddamn point? Probably. I would imagine. I would think I would hope, but I don't know. And my neighbors are all now, now that I got to hear their conspiracy theories out by the fucking pool saying that like <laughs> this again, <laughs> brace yourselves for this horse shit. All right. And again, like I said, Every week I'm complaining. I don't want to complain. I don't want to be that guy who's making you sad. And I keep repeating the same shit over and over. I mean, I, you're like, how many times are you going to tell us you hate this guy? Yes, I know. We all hate this fucking guy. Maybe not everybody. Um, but my neighbors, are, uh, you know, I, some of my neighbors, like I said, they're, I, I get along with everybody, but I don't particularly agree with their stances on a lot of things. And then they'll wind up con- having conversations by the pool about what they think the world should be. And I'm like, oh man. And like I told you, I don't fight with anybody, man. I don't, I don't, cause there's no point. I'm not going to con- convince you of anything. You're not going to, I'm not going to change your fucking mind. I was ahead of the curve on this too, by the way. Like I, I've never, I mean, I get enraged and I'll, I'll get mad at shit in a store or whatever the fuck, or I'll kick a sink. But I mean, I'm not a guy who's going to fucking sit there and debate with you. I don't need a pipe. I don't need a fucking monocle. You know, nobody wants to have, well, here's how I see it. Certainly nobody gives a flying fuck how I see it. Uh, and so I'm not about to fucking go ahead and break, uh, uh, any sort of conversation or anybody's train of thought by going, yeah, you know, but if you really, if you thought about this way, no, no, nobody thought of it that way. Don't be an actually guy. Cause the actually guys suck. All right. But even if you're on the right, like if, if there's guys outside and they're just like, you know, if it wasn't for the homosexual agenda, we wouldn't have this quarantine. And you just do that thing where you're looking at the ground. You're like, all right, fuck. Do I get involved here? Do I have to do this? Here's a great line. You know, it's, it's funny in kitchen confidential, which is an Anthony Bourdain book. Remember Anthony Bourdain, that guy died. It's another example. That's my John Ritter uh, extrapolation. You know, I talked about that where like 
death just consumes you and you fucking disappear. It doesn't matter if you're a legend or not. You just fucking, you're just out of sight, out of fucking mind, man. So when guys kill themselves or whatever the fuck, you're like, man, that's fucking terrible. What a drag. And then three days later, everybody's like, hey, who's this new fancy chef who's smoking and being mean to people? You know what I mean? Like, Bourdain fucked up. And I understand he was, he got cuckolded by that fucking, by Suspiria girl. And that's not fucking good for anybody. And it's, it's, it's a fucking drag, you know, because again, he, why did he, uh, He's a sensitive cat. I get it. But, you know, you, you really got to take the rope nap. I mean, what the fuck, man? Or the belt nap or however he fucking did it. I don't know. Do you have a rope? Does anybody do that anymore? You know, fuck that. You know, what? If, if I hang myself, I'm going rope. Too many guys using the belt, getting the easy way out or some sort of nylon fucking curtain rod string. Get the fuck out of here. I'm going old school bull rope. If I hang myself, believe me, I'm going straight up fucking old school Wild West fucking noose bull rope, maybe with a goddamn cowbell attached. That's that. I I go the old route. I I do an 1800s hanging. I if you say, and I'll tell you what. You know when that's coming? If you see me with mutton chops. If I grow mutton chops, please know I'm well on my way to an old school 1800s self lynching. I'm gonna get a goddamn bull rope noose, throw it over my fucking shower. Although I don't think my shower is gonna work because I'm too fat now. God damn, that's the thing. Oh, how, how hopeless are you? How hopeless are you if you don't even live in a place where you can hang yourself? Damn it, that should be what you should be looking for with every goddamn place you purchase. House, apartment, fucking homeless shelter, whatever the fuck. You need to, you know, do me a favor. Here's what you do. Check the beams. Whenever you look for a house, an apartment, any anyone at all. Because again, you're probably, look, nobody's thinking of hanging themselves when they buy a house. However... Eventually, I'm telling you this right now, at some point in the time that you're living in that house, you're going to think about hanging yourself. So you got to make sure you got the beams to get the job done. And I know you're thinking, well, Mike, what if I checked to make sure they had beams that weren't strong enough to deter me from ever doing something like that? And yes, I'm with you on that. I agree. Please do yourself a favor. Don't do this thing I'm telling you you'll probably consider doing at some point. But here's what I say to you. Options are good. <laughs> I mean, it's always okay to have options, right? So you think to yourself, well, fuck, man. You know what? I'm living in a nice house. I got a big yard. Oh, and, and do me a favor. Tell your fucking realtor exactly what you're doing. When you go in there and you're shopping around, they're like, hey, look, here's a kitchen island. You can go ahead and chop some green peppers with nobody around you. And with social distancing, you can go ahead and be in the living room while you're, your friends are and just go, how are the beams? And they'll be like, well, beams are fine. We got a pool outside. You want to take a look at that? We got three and a half baths in the uh, the bath. Uh, there's a walk-in shower as long as a soaking tub. But yes, but what about the beams? Well, I mean, you can you can see them. Yeah, is there a ladder? Can I get up there and test like the tensile strength of the beams? Uh, I mean, I guess we could. Why? Well, all right, let me ask you this. I don't need a ladder if you don't have a ladder here. Uh, do you think these beams could support, say, 250 pounds well, that seems like a very large chandelier. I don't know. No, no. I, I mean, I guess it would could be a chandelier, but I'm just asking if you think if you think these beams could support a sudden drop of 250 pounds from something tied to the beams themselves. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, and if they haven't figured it out at that point, then then you know what? Thank them for their time and tell them good day. I will find another fucking self murder house. Uh, this soaking tub is wonderful. Do you think there would be a way that I could hire three men to hold me under the water while I struggled and died? Uh, and look, this is just the quarantine talking. Certainly I'm not going to do these things. Nobody, nobody has any real interest in killing themselves or eliminating themselves in any way, but don't think it doesn't cross your mind. 
Uh, that's a lie. It doesn't cross my mind. I'm I'm literally the most vain dude in the world. Like I don't I don't give a fuck. Like the only bad like if I got to be completely homeless and bug ridden, then it might be a thing where I'm like ah, I don't know. Could I jump off an overpass? I mean, what the fuck? Like I I'm too much. It's like I'm I'm too much of a combination of vain and chicken to ever fucking end it. You know what I mean? I could I just couldn't. I I mean I I don't. I, could I pick a fight with a bunch of dudes? Maybe or just are like. I guess suicide by cop could be a thing, but I don't want to fucking do that either. That's just fucking because then because then the cop's a hero and everybody's like, boo, he's uh, a weird guy attacked a cop. I mean, the last thing I want to do in my in in, in as is my last act on Earth. The last thing I want to do is make a cop a hero. All right. I, I don't think I have any interest in that unless it's one of our cop listeners, Mike or Lou or, or, or the others uh, uh, guys. Hey, if one of you guys, you know, what, let me go ahead and throw that out there. Hey, Lou, if you're interested in me uh, making you a hero on my way out when I finally make that decision, let me know. I'll come up to your place. I'll, uh, you know, and he lives in a wooded area though. So it couldn't be like, I can't rob a bank, but I want to rob a bank. And again, we're back to mutton chops and old timey mustache. See, that's a thing. Mutton chops are the key to suicide. You got to go ahead and fucking grow them. Cause then everybody knows, Oh my God, this guy's on his way out. Whether it's heavy bull rope on shower curtain or, uh, or robbing old timey bank and getting suicided by cop. Who knows? You see mutton chops. That guy's on his. That guy's finished. You know that guy's made a decision. That guy because there's nobody's nobody's wearing mutton chops because they're like, ooh, I look good in mutton chops. Fuck you. You do not. Nobody look good in mutton chops. You should never be able to comb your facial hair. All right, that's that's just it's incorrect and wrong. I mean, you can trim it certainly, and if you got it, you can just smooth it out with your hand. You know what you should do? You should be able to go old professor like I'm doing right now. If you could see me, I'm stroking my chin uh, and nodding along. I'm doing this knowingly. I'm thinking to myself, well, there you go. And now, guess what? I finished, and my beard is certainly well groomed. But if you've got some unruly, janky fucking beard that's going all over, and you're like, fuck, I better buy a face comb, then do me a favor, shave that fucking thing, put your head in a wood chipper or something. Just, 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 you don't need that nobody needs that you got to get it close close to the face go george michael you want to be george michael not paul bunyan fuck paul bunyan fucking big blue ox walking around leaving footprints to turn into ponds and fish get there and all that bullshit nobody wants fucking paul bunyan rocking around because i mean look and let's and let's tell let's tell the real fucking story right now okay paul bunyan gigantic fucking lumberjack blue ox roaming the countryside and what does everybody say they're like ooh, fucking cool paul bunyan i got news for you if that was Jerome Bunyan and he was black, how quickly do they kill him? How quickly do they get a posse and go, Jesus, did you see that black guy walking around with an axe? And they fucking take him out. That's what this country was founded on. Killing the giant black lumberjacks. Tell me I'm wrong! All right. Uh, man, I got nothing this week. I got I got nothing to talk to you about. I got nothing. And there's like... So part of me was like, ah, you know, you should put him an old show. And nobody wants an old show. They want a separate old show. But then it's just me here fucking talk. Because, again, all I want to talk about, it's not, let's put it this way. All there is to talk about is the world and and what's going on. I'll tell you, all right, I'll tell you this story. This is, this will tell you where I'm at. This right here, this fucking story. It's not even a story. It's a fucking anecdote. But this alone will tell you exactly where I'm at right now. All right, hold on. Let me take some water. Not that you care. No, nobody cares where I'm at right now. Nobody. I, I understand this. You got your own issues. You got your own trouble. I got a friend of mine. Here's this. Here's what this has re- reduced people to. I have a friend, world traveler, does international business, literally goes to Turkey twice a year, uh, has friends all over the Middle East. He's, he's, a, you know, he's a guy I knew here from Chicago, but he's an international businessman. You know what this dude's doing now? Cat puzzles. That's what the world has been reduced to. This man is doing cat puzzles. This is a guy 
who is a trader in international knowledge and goods. He is he is as comfortable in a bar on the south side of Chicago as he is in a bazaar in the middle of downtown Jordan. And yet, and yet, friends, he is now putting together cat puzzles and talking about how hard it is with the black as midnight fur blending into the night sky. And I'm like, man, I, you know, I love him. And, and I understand we're all trying to get through any way we possibly can, but holy fuck, what a drag. I mean, like, how do you take, that's a great man. That's a great man. A guy I've known who's, who's, again, he's built companies. He's sold companies. He's lost companies. He is, he is an international commerce pirate. He's a man getting things done. He's got connections all over the land of, of, of Oz and here. And I don't know where the land of Oz is. Is he building a business in Oz? He is. He's building, he's building a, uh, like a guard tower. We can watch out for flying houses. He's doing, he's expressly doing businesses only with witches. He's not, look, nobody wants to deal with the lollipop guild. Those fucking guys. You want to talk about a bunch of jagoffs. Those dudes line their fucking pockets. And then, and look, there's a ton of midgets there and they're all like, this is fucking awesome. The lollipop guild's looking out for us. And the lollipop guild is like, fuck you. And you know, I, you, I guarantee you this, tell me this. I, I bet this is completely true. You know, all those midgets or whatever, they're banging other midgets and that's fine. But I'm telling you right now, the lollipop guild, they only fuck like, uh, um, people who are not midgets. Like, like, uh, I don't, I, I'm trying to, th- I'm struggling for the word. Uh, the tall girls. That's who they fuck. They fuck tall girls because they want to, they want to pretend that there's something that they're not the lollipop guild. They want to pretend, well, then I guess, well, I guess, yeah, tall. I mean, well, I, boy, I, I kind of think I backed myself into a corner here. I'm going to go, you know what? I'm going to, your honor, I'm going to drop this line of questioning. I don't think this is worth exploring. We're going to back up and go out. Uh, but I will say this, the lollipop guild still corrupt. I will say this right now. We don't have to bring it down the sexual tip, but I will tell you this. They were doing business with my buddy and, uh, they were like any, how any fucking witch that shows here gets a house dropped on her, but do us a favor, build some guard towers so we can put up some other midgets up there to take a look out and make sure that no fucking houses are flying through the air. Uh, which a, cause again, this is what happens and it happens in this country. We got a pandemic, right? So what does the government do? They give a fucking bailout to all their friends and they start to think, oh, you know what? We better throw a ton of fucking money into this research, but let's only find our friends who do research. So that's because again, a pandemic's a once in a what? Lifetime thing? Once in two lifetimes? Who, who fucking knows? But there's always corruption. There's always guys trying to get over. It's like those emails I told you about where they're like, hey, do you want to buy a face shield? No, not from you fucking weird email address I've never seen or heard of in my life. Uh, I only buy face shields from my trusted face shield fucking servers. Any of my face shield dealers, that's who I go to. The guys, look, I trust the guys I've been buying face shields from forever. I'm not about to go with a different face shield dealer. Uh, But that's what happens is something like this happens and you get those people, the grifters who who jump right on it. That's the lollipop guild. Because let me tell you this. They're, you know, they're just living their lives. They're all like dancing around and they're just fucking doing, they're doing that dumb kick dance. We whatever the fuck. And uh, the other midgets are like, this is awesome. They're doing a dance. And it's like, you know, there's a bush that looks like candy and everybody's having fun. And, uh, and then also out of nowhere, boom, because this is pre, I'm talking pre-witch, pre-house. This is the regular Oz. They're just like, yeah, cool. We're dancing around. And, uh, you know, there's a fucking metal guy. Nobody's going to give him any oil. He's, he, it's weird. We all go take photos of him because he's on the side of the road. And, and also don't make Oz mad. He's a fucking jerk. And occasionally, sure. The woman flies by with the monkeys and that's not cool because we lose a midget here and there, but the lollipop guild is doing their best to keep us safe. So that's fine. As long as the witch doesn't come by. And if, and look, this is, it's, it's the same way with the pandemic here. People are like, look, man, it's just the old and infirm that are dying. So we got to open up our economy. So let me tell you this. If you're an Oz and a witch flies by with like 30 monkeys, she scoops up like three midgets. What do you do? 
you maybe close the sky? Do you maybe build a dome or a bubble or whatever the fuck? Do you then build the guard towers and go, fuck this, we got to take out this witch? No, these fucking idiots, they're just like, well, you know, it's only like the old and infirm midgets that got scooped up by the monkey, so the rest of us are fine. And they fucking do their dance again, and it's like, dudes, shouldn't you protect yourselves? There's a fucking witch and a bunch of monkeys fucking people up. But they don't care. They go ahead and they just live their fucking life, which is fine. And the Lollipop Guild, we find out later, they're getting money from the witch. They're, they're in it with, they're in cahoots with the witch. And let me tell you something, if you've ever been in cahoots with a witch, you know how painful that is, whether you're, and that's as a normal size guy. But if you're fucking a half a midget dude and you're in cahoots with a witch, holy shit, does that hurt you in the non-femur? You don't, even have, you don't even have a femur. You got a feme. If you're a midget, you're sporting a feme, goddammit. You got no ur. There's no ur in a midget. He's just going feme. So, uh, sure enough, what happens is that, you know, the Mitch, he's coming, the, the Mitch, the witch is coming through with the monkeys. They're stealing midgets, whatever the fuck. And the lion public says, we got it under control. Don't worry. We'll figure it out. Uh, but sure enough, out of nowhere, out of the fucking blue, a fucking house comes. There's a witch. Cause there's a witch lurking, whatever the fuck. She's like, haha, I'm here with my monkeys. It takes some midgets. Everybody's like, yeah, we remember that's cool because the lion public guild said it's okay. Just take, make sure you take the old midgets. And then, whoop, Boom, a fucking house just lands on her. Wham. And everybody's like, what the fuck just happened, man? Uh, and then there's some people who are like celebrating. They're like, wah ding dong do 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 The witch is dead and there's a house. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah. And then uh, Dorothy shows up and there's the fucking Tin Man and a lion and everybody. And, and, and also nobody's phased by this. But I guess if you're living in a fucking magical land where everything's made of cellophane and you got a witch with monkeys stealing your brother in the middle of the fucking night. Yeah, is it going to spook you when a house lands on somebody and then all of a sudden a chick shows up with a fucking robot? I guess not. So sure enough, chick shows up with a robot. Everybody dances around and then the guild shows up. And they fucking do their dance. And they kick around in their short pants and their bad mustaches and they pretend they're happy. They pretend they're just as happy as all the constituents and the people who live there. However, they realize, holy fuck, we've lost a good thing here because we're in cahoots with the witch. They were letting the witch take two or three fucking old school midgets so they could go ahead and keep in charge of the goddamn town. So now they're like, we are fucked, man. This is a drag. What do we do? So then they pretend, here's what they do. They pretend by setting up guard towers they bought from my friend to go ahead and look out for flying houses. And look, there's a lot of midgets who think to themselves, man, you know what? You probably could have set up these guard towers to look for the witch. Probably because, I mean... Because again, like I said, the witch kept coming over. The witch kept doing, it's like gun control. There you go. Everybody with guns is shooting people. And you're like, why don't you take away the guns? They're like, fuck, it's not the guns, whatever. But then a pandemic comes along. They're like, well, we got to build a big fucking thing and spend a ton of dough. This might not be making sense, but go with me on it. So, uh, so sure enough, when it looks like it's something that you could easily solve by just going, hey, let's build guard towers and shoot down the witch. They're like, no, no, that's fine. But then the fucking house comes by and they're like, well, those guard towers seem like a good idea. And everybody's like, are we going to shoot down a house? Like, what the fuck? And they're like, well, it's, it just seems like a good idea. So then, and again, my buddy doesn't care because if he wasn't selling fucking guard towers to the midgets, he'd be fucking home building a cat puzzle. So he's like, I'm in, baby. Let's do it. So he sells guard towers to the fucking lollipop dude. They come out and they do their fucking dance and everybody's happy again. So now there's guard towers all over the place. And some of the midgets are like, oh, this seems a little uh, police state, right? Doesn't it? Doesn't this seem a little rough? And uh, the lollipop girl is like, look, man, we're keeping you safe. That's all that matters. Meanwhile, they enter in a back alley fucking deal with another goddamn witch. Because I will tell you this. And look, are, are you surprised there's multiple witches? Because I was just going to say, like, you know, there's more witches there. They, they, a house lands on one witch. And then, like, the other good witch shows up. And then a bad witch. There's another witch. This is a fucking, this is midget witch town is what this is. 
So who's surprised that there's multiple witches? There's a, the, look, there's a town full of fucking midgets. One of them hanged himself from a tree in the background. You can actually see it in one of the scenes. But sure enough, the, the fucking witches show up. They steal the midgets and then the monkeys are there and they're flying around. I didn't even deal with that. I didn't even fucking deal with that. You got a town full of midgets. Those fucking guys doing a dance. And then you got fucking witches flying all over the goddamn place. There's at least three, probably more, which is fine. All of that is crazy, but you can deal with it because you're like, all right, witch, kind of green, house, good witch, whatever the fuck, midgets, they live here. They probably do a bunch of shit during the day, like midget stuff, and that's all fine. Everybody's happy until the house comes and then whatever the fuck. And then Dorothy shows up with a fucking living scarecrow. Nobody's fucking freaked out by that again. Because like I said, if you live in a town where a witch and flying monkeys are stealing people, you're not phased at all by a robot, a lion, and a fucking a, a bag full of stuffing shows up with a hot girl. Uh, little girl and, and the dog the, and their little dog too let's put it that way she shows up and her little dog too uh, but I haven't even dealt with the flying monkeys like imagine that shit like if you're if you're outside look right now do this I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this on the table all right if you go outside and you see a girl with pigtails and a dog you're like all right well that that seems fair and then if you walked out and you saw a bunch of midgets and short pants you'd be like all right there's a little fucking bananas but all right makes sense uh, and then you saw a witch like a full-on green fucking bump on the hook nose, crazy fucking uh, pointy hat, broom, that whole thing. You'd be like, what the fuck? Fine. All right. There's no doubt hot girl with fucking, uh, you know, future alcoholic girl with fucking little dog. That's you see that all the time. Midgets in short pants. Eh, you know what? Could be a fucking uh, weird soccer team out there just getting some sun on their themes. Who knows? Uh, but then you see a witch. Now she's not flying. I will say that I wouldn't because I'll take that off the table because we see a flying witch. Forget it. That changes the whole fucking game. But if you see a witch out there and she's got the fucking broom, she's walking around. She's like, <laughs> and she scoops up one of the midgets and runs away. You're like, all right, well, that's fucking weird. I don't I don't understand what's happening here in my neighborhood. Yeah. And first of all, you, you really got to start to question where your neighborhood is at that point. If you walk outside, there's hot girl, fucking crazy dog, lunch basket. And, uh, and it's just her, please. She's, I'm not even going to bring up her three friends who they waited in the car. Uh, and then midgets in short pants and then witch. (laughs) And then she fucking scoops those dudes up and you just hear them as they go (laughs) off. Like they're in the fucking distance as they fade off. Um, you got to question where you live. You got to talk to a realtor at that point. That's when, you know what? That's when you start going out and looking for a house with the strong beams. There you go. That's what, that's the thing. Cause you've lived in this neighborhood forever, but all of a sudden you look and you're like, well, there's a hot chick and then midget short pants. And then a fucking witch who stole a midget, a midget stealing, witch. what the fuck, man. But again, as I've mentioned, you saw all those things outside. You saw midget short pants and then you see fucking, uh, you know, girl with a uh, dog and picnic basket. And then you see green witch who steals midget and disappears into the night. And all those things, you're kind of like, this is fucking bananas. But, but, if you looked up, you walked out to your yard, go out to your yard right now, go outside, and you look up into the sky and, and you see a pack, not even one, a pack of flying monkeys. And it's, and there's not even a fucking question of what they are. They got, they got the curly ring tail. They got the fucking ooh-ooh face. I mean, they they are just straight-up banana eaters right out of the jungle, but with the gift of flight. Oh, no. 
you got to think it's all over, right? You got to think I'm getting out of this fucking neighborhood. I, I don't know if the apocalypse has arrived. I don't know if, you know, because they always talk about the shit in the rainforest. They're like, ah, you know what? I'll tell you what. Yeah, there's there's bugs there that are gigantic. There's spiders as big as a house. And you're like, ah, whatever the fuck. And the good news is it's the rainforest. Like Sting saved it. So you don't have to fucking worry about this. All that shit's going to stay in the rainforest. But then Brazil gets a fucking Looney Tune who runs the fucking joint. And he's like, you know what? We should burn down the rainforest, which again, man, I don't know what the fuck. What is what is with this world? I mean, again, we hire an idiot who's just like, hey, I tell you what, what's this a good idea? If we build a giant wall around the whole country, is that a good idea? What do you got to lose? Everybody's like, I don't know. I mean, I guess so. That's a cool thing. But again, in Brazil, you got the guy who's like, hey, what if we burn down the rain for the hand forest? Let's burn down the hand forest. And uh, people there are just like, uh, okay, I guess. Because they can't stop him, Bolsonaro, whatever the fuck his name is. And he's going to burn down the rainforest. So we were told it was saved. Sting went over there with his fucking girlfriend and they had tantric sex and a fucking loot. And then he said, if I ever lose my faith in you. And all of a sudden that's it. Everybody said, yay, the forest is saved. Went and Marsalis played a solo, maybe two, and then sure enough, the trees were stronger than ever before, and Sting's like, my work here is done. And then he's, and literally, they walked up going, free, free, set them free, like just a fucking, in a, like a conga line, all the way out of Brazil to the airport, got on Sting's fucking jet, and bailed. Trudy, Sting, Winton, everybody else in the goddamn band. They walked from the rainforest to the airport. Free, free, set them free, boo doo 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 free, free, just a conga line. I love that idea. And they conga line right to the airport, and they and they, they don't go through customs. They don't go through any of that shit. It's fucking Sting. He can do whatever he wants. Sting is a citizen of the world, man. Guy can go wherever he wants, fly in anywhere, do whatever the fuck he does. Because he saved the rainforest. Again, he's got carte blanche. If anybody, because it's like sometimes you'll see, you ever hear those celebrities like go to a restaurant and like, don't you know who I am? You know who never says that? Fucking Gordon Sumner himself. Sting never has to say that shit because everybody knows who Sting is. Because he's, he's, he's all things to all people. He was the lead singer of the police. He was solo sting. He was uh, half naked in Dune, maybe two thirds naked in Dune, maybe three quarters naked in Dune. Uh, he banged his wife for 48 hours and wrote a book about it, whatever the fuck. He's that guy, right? He's, he's bringing you the summoner's tales. That's who our friend Gordon Sumner is. He should have, you know what? I'll tell you this. Instead of the summoner's tales, what if what if Sting brought me the summoner's tales? Ooh, that I pay attention to. That's just that's what he should call his autobiography. If he hasn't yet, he better know. I'm calling you Sting, you fuck. I'm calling you out on this right now. So uh, so Sting saved the rainforest. We thought, at least we thought, but then uh, Bolsonaro gets into office and he's like, hey, well, what do you say we burn down this rainforest? And they're like, I don't know. Why would we do that? But sure enough, he starts burning it down. And the next thing you know, you're in fucking Echo Park and a flying monkey pack goes over your goddamn house. And you're like, wait a minute. I mean, and also I tell you this, this brings up this question. Is Oz in the rainforest? <laughs> <laughs> you think about it because your neighborhood was quiet. You lived in a great place. You had a normal house. The beams are strong enough in case you had to check out. You're fine. But sure enough, what the fuck happens? What happens? All of a sudden you look up, you go outside and there's fucking, again, hot future alcoholic with a dog in a picnic basket. You got fucking midgets and themes and short pants dancing around. And then a witch runs up and steals a midget, runs into the night. And upstairs you look up, there's a whole pack of flying monkeys. You gotta be like, you know, none of this shit would have happened if Bolsonaro wasn't in office. Honestly, this is Brazil's fault. That's why I blame. I blame them. I blame Brazil for this whole fucking happenstance. Everything that's fallen apart. And again, they, that's their fault. Because you know why? They defied the sting. You can't defy the sting. Sting showed up. He went to the favelas. He made a deal with all the gangs there. He fucking went to Rio. He fought on the beach. He fucking ate some caprinhas. He, he did some fucking uh, uh, capoeira. And then he went and he saved the rainforest. He did all he gave the you know, sting. We don't have a Brazil if it's not for a sting. 
You know what Brazil was before Sting got there? It was just a big fucking space of people killing each other. And then Sting's jet showed up. He walks up and he goes, I proclaim this Brazil. Campeãs del mundo. I don't know why he spoke in that accent. I, all right. He probably said it talk like this, like Sting. He said, all right, I'll proclaim this Brazil. Campeãs del mundo. And they were like, yay. And then he and Trudy Styler fucked all over the place. And everybody watched and said, well, we're getting strength from this. And then Wynton Marsalis came out and went... I don't know why he played that instrument, but he can play any. Come on. It's Wynton Marsalis. If any jazz musician in the fucking world should have a cape, it's Wynton Marsalis, right? Shouldn't that guy just be able to fly over everything and save it with his horn? He's got a magical horn. You thought fucking uh, the Horn of Plenty was a a magical horn? You thought the Cornucopia was a magical horn? Fuck that, man. It's about Wynton Marsalis and all of his fucking, his, his just super magical brass winds or woodwinds or whatever the fuck he's got. He's got it all. He's going to play a clarinet. And, it, and and look, if you want to stop a murder, you call Wynton Marsalis. He shows up with a tenor sax. And he stops the murder. You want to stop a kidnapping? You call him Wynton Marsalis. And he shows up with a fucking uh, uh, a flute. Uh, and not a magic flute, not a fucking HR puffin stuff magic flute. Oh my god, they had a witch too. Wait a minute, I see it now. You think I can't fucking connect the dots? You want a piece of me, witchy poo? You want some of me, magical witched, wick, wicked witch, witched wick? What the fuck? <sighs> Oz is in the rainforest. Does that mean? Well, wait a minute. That could mean that puffin stuff land is too. Because remember, you know, they always told us to stay out of the fucking rainforest. They do. They scared the shit out of us. They're like, there's crabs that'll bite you and all sorts of nasty stuff. There's a wasp named Larry. And it's like, whoa, not fucking Larry the wasp. That's the deal. It's like in the in the fucking jungle, you got animals with real fucking human names. Like out here, you're just, you see a wasp, you're like fucking wasps. But if you're in the fucking rainforest, you're like, holy shit, is that Barnaby the wasp? It is Barnaby the wasp. He's got a fucking sweater on, a letterman sweater. Uh, cause he went to school. They got a wasp school. We got a wasp, 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 wasp school. <laughs> we got a wasp, 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 Jesus Christ. Uh, that's not a good word to say over and over. You got a, cause I was singing rock school, which might be Brittany Fox. I don't know. I'm sure Jason will recommend, uh, he'll correct me, whoever it is. We got a rock, 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 rock school. Who the fuck is that? Is it Brittany Fox? I'm going to say it is. I'm going to go on record right now and say it's Brittany Fox. Uh, I know it's not Vixen. So I'm going to proclaim it Britney Fox. But then, but then if they change it to we got a wasp, 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 wasp school. All right. A lot of singing going on in this episode. Hey, it sounds like the guys who fix my uh, lawn are here. Can you hear that? You don't know how mad I am right now. Although, fuck, you know what? Holy shit. That might not be like my, my gardener dudes. That, did Bolsonaro send some Brazilian hitmen over here? Are they burning down my fucking forest? Uh, but dude, I got topiary out the ass out there by the fucking pool. Is Bolsonaro here cleaning house? Oh, see? He sent his fucking Brazilian assassins. The henchmen are here. Perhaps flying monkeys as well? Will a house land on me? Who knows? We'll see. If I don't come back, you'll know. Did you know the 40-year-old boy broke a beer bottle over Batman's head? This fall... On the 40-year-old boy. I have some serious questions about my portfolio. Dig, man. I was looking at it, and it turns out man, you have a lot of bread, man. And a lot of people don't have bread. So I gave it to some people, you dig? And they're doing their thing to help other people with their seed, Wait, man. you gave my money to people? Yeah, it's like an investment in humanity, man. Because we feel like the world and earth and people could use a lot more things like 
feathers, you know, soft things, comforting things. And we thought feathers was the way to go. Where is my money? It's in a feather farm. What the hell is a feather farm? It's cool. We'll know in like six months. The new season. (laughs) Jimi Hendrix, investment banker. On the Mike Schmidt Podcasting Network. Offshore accounts. All right, it turns out it was not Bolsonaro's people. It's just, uh, it's the regular dudes. Uh, they're out there with their masks and their fucking stuff. Although they're still here. I don't know if they're going to, they're going to carve up more bushes. I, I don't know what's happening. I don't even know why you're doing this. Just let, look, let nature reclaim this fucking planet. All right, we don't need, and, and I, look, I'm all for paying these dudes. Still pay these dudes. But uh, why, why are they out there gardening? They don't have to. Stay home with your families. Do that. Open up a nice, uh, uh, you know, a fucking home business. What can you do there? Can you let people drop their plants off at your place and then you go ahead and prune them? Prune plants from your own living room. Don't go outside. Stop touching your face. Wash your goddamn hands, please. I implore all of you. <clears throat> There's no reason. And we should still pay them because because uh, here's hey, this is even better. Oh, dude. Let the because the earth is reclaiming its its fucking rightful ownership of this planet now. Anyway, isn't it right? Don't you think plants and animals and stuff are taking over, which is good as it should be, because we fucked it all up. So uh so let the let the earth reclaim my apartment complex. However, if if once we solve the fucking germ house, then we bring these dudes over and then they cut the shit out of everything. And we've been paying them anyway. So look, now they get these weeks off. They give them like a fucking two months off, and then when they come here and they gotta cut all the overgrown shit, they earn the money that we paid them. Boom! Boom, look at me solving it. I'm solving everything. Uh, although I will be honest with you, part of me wished that it was the Brazilians coming to claim, to claim that they wanted to shut me up. They were putting out the word to fucking take me out, baby. Uh, I See, I don't even know what the fuck I was talking about. It was, it was, uh, that's been a 20-minute delay. And you would think I would go back and listen to the show to find out exactly where I was, but I can't. I think we were talking about wasps, right? Wasn't that happening? That, that was a thing. Uh... Because, all right, look, here's the dirty secret. Like, again, as you know, I don't know what the fuck I talk about. So if I'm doing a bunch of dumbass talking about wasps and bullshit and a guy named Larry and whatever the fuck, then that's a roll. That's the thing. I, I, I'm I so mad right now because I was fucking rolling whatever the fuck I was talking about. And then out of fucking nowhere, uh, here comes Bolsonaro's brigade and they fucking cut the goddamn trees down to shut me the fuck up. It worked. You know what? They didn't have to take me out. They didn't have to fucking kill me or silence me. And you can't silence me, Bolsonaro. Where are you? You want a piece? Javier Bolsonaro. I might be getting his name completely wrong. Rock school. We got a rock, 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 rock school. Is that a, is that even the name of the fucking song? I don't even know if it is. We got a da, 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 da. Fuck. I don't know. But I'm still, because Britney Fox, you know what? Now that I think about it, Britney Fox saying girl school. They didn't sing rock school at the girl school. My baby broke all the rules. Hair metal. Gotta love it. Uh, perhaps I'll put in Mex's version of Kix's Cold Blood. Perhaps I'll do that. Although he'll be furious because he has a list of songs for me to play. Um, and I don't blame him. Although his version of Cold Blood is great. He hates fucking hair metal. And I was like, because I, I gave him a challenge on the air by year, whatever the fuck. And I challenged him. I go, dude, write a fucking Samba. Ver- I didn't even tell him to write a Samba version. I go, dude, make a version of Cold Blood. You got to do a cover version. And he did. And it's great. Uh, now I got to play it, right? Because now I'm talking up uh, the, the fucking song. You know what? I'll tell you what. I'll play it at the end of the show. That'll take us out. I'll 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 let Max fucking I'll play Cold Blood, Max's version of Cold Blood by Kicks to close the show. Ah, water. So where were we? Ramping up, talking about wasps and dumb shit like that, flying monkeys, whatever the fuck. So that was the point. My point is, 
perhaps the rainforest is where all of these people, maybe that's where Oz is. These people have been trapped in there for fucking her. I have no momentum. I don't even know why I'm going to go back into this, but I was speculating that Oz and Puff and stuff, remember? Because we also talked about fucking, uh, holy shit, didn't we say somebody was playing a flute? Who was playing? Wynton Marsalis. That's what, oh my God, maybe he played the magic flute from Puff and stuff. Hold on. I'm doing a lot of table hitting during these shows. Uh, I said Wynton Marsalis can play anything. That's why they brought him there because he had to battle fucking, uh, oh, Jimmy, oh, Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy and the magic flute in uh, hiding in the in the rainforest. Um, I'm a mechanical boy. Do, 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 do. I'm just a mechanical toy. Whatever. Um, God, HR puff and stuff. It's just I'll tell you this. Uh, two years ago, probably when I still had fucking cable and cared. Uh, HR puff and stuff was on Saturday mornings on me TV and I started taping it and it's horrible. I mean, it wasn't even like good for nostalgia to revisit now, except for the mechanical boy episode. Cause that song is the fucking best. And also, uh, I will argue that Hannah Barbera, no, it's not Hannah Barbera, uh, Sid and Marty Croft. They, they cared about their theme songs. I, I must've talked about this on here before because the Lidsville theme song is the greatest ever. Uh, when the kid goes to the amusement park and then he's down, down Lidsville is the cuckoo cookiest. Lidsville is the kick kickiest. Uh, that's and that's Butch Patrick, I think, in Lidsville, who falls into the giant hat, and then oh, how's that for a topper? Oh, it's fucking Charles Nelson Riley's the bad guy. He's hoodoo. Uh, but I'll tell you this again. So I tried to watch. I taped it. I literally taped HR Puff and stuff. HR Puff and stuff. Who's your friend when things get rough? I taped that, and again, the song is fucking amazing. The opening credits is uh, um. How do, how do uh, you know what? Cause why it makes me think of a jellyfish song that goes far behind the forest, the flying paper airplanes graze beyond the bound and piggy t- uh, ponytails. Fuck. But it's, um, whatever the fuck. So uh, I know the weather started getting rough. The tiny, no, that tiny ship was lost. Is that, is that pop- dudes kill me? Just fucking quit this speculation where I don't ever come up with a fucking answer. It's terrible. Uh, but puffin stuff's terrible. I will tell you this. It's just bad. The show itself does not hold up. But, uh, but the theme song's fantastic, and the Mechanical Boy episode is fantastic, and also Jimmy the Flute. But Whit Marsalis, as we know, went in there, and he had to battle with a woodwind of some sort. He had a slide whistle. <laughs> and Whit Marsalis won the battle with the slide whistle against the Magic Flute. Um, but now, with Bolsonaro burning down the, the rainforest, Oz is exposed, and now the flying monkeys are fucking rolling out of there. And uh, Puff and stuff, too. I'm sure Witchy Pooh's going to fly out and fuck somebody up. Uh, these midgets, their themes, nobody's safe. There's no, a midget with his theme is not safe in any country in the world. I bet fucking Narnia is in there too. Wait a minute. Do you hear that noise? You fucking dicks. All right. I think I'm going to, I'm going to do the, I'm just going to plow through this. You know what I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to chop through as if I were doing my own verbal chopping, like they're doing chopping outside. But what, what the, what else is there to fucking do? Uh, if they get close enough with the leaf floor or some shit, I'm going to have to shut this shit down. But I mean, I'm almost done now. What the fuck? Anyway, we well, don't need more. show than Oh my God, we're at 45 minutes. Holy fuck. Um, and I haven't said a goddamn thing. Although I still speculate that Narnia, perhaps Narnia is out there. Perhaps a, a lion will emerge with another, and another witch. This is where all the witches are. Thanks, Bolsonaro. Unleashing the witches on the world, you fucking dick. There's the, is it getting closer? I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Did you guys see the video online of the fuckhead who's like, he was mowing his lawn and he's like, ah, the governor says I can't mow my own lawn, but bullshit, man. And he's he's like, he's got a riding mower on like a suburban normal lawn, you fuck. Well, well, get a push mower. What the fuck is wrong? What are you doing a riding mower on? You got, you got no 
acreage. You got what do you? You what a fucking loser. He's got a giant flag, of course, on his fucking on his ridiculous riding mower. And I, I don't know what you're what you think you're doing, who you're fooling. What what? Uh, again, like I said, I don't. I'm trying to remain uh, neutral this week because I've bitched enough about what the fuck is going on. Nobody needs to hear me talk about this kind of shit. Nobody wants to hear me talk about what happened in Michigan yesterday when a fucking militia storms the state house in a protest. And they're, of course, their faces are all covered. They're all carrying AR-15s and they're fucking screaming in cops' faces. Here's my favorite part about these fucking clowns. I talked about them last week. I'm going to talk about them again. I apologize. Again, the bad beards. We talked about that. The giant fucking guns, whatever the fuck. But here's again. I just noticed this yesterday. They're wearing camouflage. The fuck are you doing wearing camouflage storming the state house? What are you? There's no. Are you going to hide by a potted plant? Are they getting closer? Fuck this fucking noise. What are they? I don't even know. This has to be a leaf blower, right? This has to be because there's no other. What other machine could you possibly be using in a fucking in a in a courtyard of an apartment complex? What if, it, what if it was the guy in the riding mower? He just went by with a giant flag. <laughs> do, 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 do. He's fucking dripping. America! Fuck off. Uh, fuck. All right. Fuck, I'll be back. This is the Mike Schmidt Podcasting Network. You're listening to The 40-Year-Old Boy and later, Ass or Cave. 20 questions, tight quarters. All right, man, you in? I'm in. All right. First question, as always, what's it smell like? Like a dog yawning. Have you been drinking? Just enough to stay alert. Okay. Uh, are there any vehicles around you? The natives guided me in. We had sled dogs. Ooh. What sport could you play in there comfortably? Ping pong. Oh, hold on. What's the matter? A part of me is wedged in here. Ooh. Okay. I might be trapped. Oh, can Can you cut yourself free? Absolutely not. Ass. Deep. Dark. Dank. Ass or Cave on the Mike Schmidt Podcasting Network. I'm going to need some butter. The Mexicans stole my momentum. God damn it. See, that's the thing. You know, when you're rolling downhill, when you don't have a script, you're just talking and shit comes flying out of your fucking brain pan and then you're just fucking going and whatever the fuck sticks, sticks. But then a, an army of dudes show up with rakes and then you're like, ah, I don't know what I was saying. And I, I don't know what I was saying. I went back and I listened. I was talking about the fucking camouflage idiots, but there's nowhere to go with that. What? Guys in camouflage. So what? Ah, mother of Christ. All right. So, uh, I don't know. I'll tell you what, I forgot all of the nonsense that was happening, but I will tell you this. Uh, I know I was leading up to mentioning this at some point. Again, not a story, just, just a way to show you exactly where I'm at. And perhaps you're this person as well. I don't know what the camouflage or the, uh, camouflage, fuck the quarantine has done to you guys. I'm sure you're in your homes, you're homeschooling people. You're, uh, you got pets, you got dogs. If you're alone, that's fine too. Whatever, whatever you have. I'm alone. I'm solo. I've got nothing, man. I'm on the computer. Uh, I still haven't turned the TV on. Um, I should be doing better things, but still, uh, I will tell you this. I had to go to the store last week. Um, so th- this will, this will just give you the, the quarantine mindset. This will tell you where I'm at and what's happening. Uh, oh, first of all, by the way, I found out my gym is open. I should tell you that. That's fun. Did I mention that on here? I guess another thing is I also, because there's nothing new to talk about. I don't know what the fuck I've told you guys, but uh, but my gym is open because they're calling themselves a physical therapy place, and uh, and I so I I checked into possibly going back into workout. My trainer's not interested. He doesn't want to go. Um, but the gym itself said I could come, but I would have to pay a certain amount, and it was actually a reasonable amount. 
but then it's just, then it's me lifting and that's fine. I could probably make that work. I don't, I don't know. I, cause here's the thing. Like, again, as I've said, I've put on 40 pounds, man. I'm sitting around doing fucking nothing, just staring. And I told you last week, I went to a park and I drove around and looked at that because I, I want to do something, anything at all. It's nice out. I would like to, I would like to go outside, but I went to the gym. There were a bunch of people that were working out and it's all like, it's new trainers that I don't know. Uh, I swear to God, I told you guys this because I've told a couple people this. And if I did, I apologize for repeating myself. Uh, so that's, I'll just thumbnail it real fast. The gym is open, uh, but they're, you know, the only to people that know there's like a secret knock and bullshit. And I guess there's cops who work out there. So that's one of the reasons why they won't shut the gym down. And so in my brain, I've, that's a helicopter, by the way. Do not think that that is the lawn people. <laughs> unless, unless the lawn people have showed up with a goddamn helicopter. What did that happen now? Oh my God, the Me- the Mexicans are rappelling into my courtyard. Um, don't cry in front of the Mexicans. All right, so uh, with my gym open, I thought about going, and I, I like I said, I want to go, I want to run, start doing cardio, losing weight, go lift some weights, get back on track, do the thing I'm supposed to do, because I was really hitting the ground. I was doing great for two months, man. I was doing really good. Diet too, I was working keto style, I was eating food, I was feeling great. But But I... And I think to myself, I could do it now. I could go now. But I, I will tell you that every time I kinder, and consider it, I sit and I think, I'm like, you should go, man. Go to the gym. Do it. And then I think to myself, that would be a stupid way to die. And 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 that's perhaps you think it's it's overreacting. I don't know. Because like I said, it's all fat guys getting this or half the, half the dudes are fat dudes. And um with no insurance, you know what I mean? It just, it just seems like such a fucking weird gamble to take. Cause I mean, don't, you know, like if I had insurance, cause it's another thing with Sweden or whatever the fuck now they're, they're, they're doing herd immunity. So it's another thing. People will point in your face. They'll be like, ha ha, Sweden is out there and they're fucking doing herd immunity and they're almost over it now. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, you know, a bunch of people have died. Yeah. But so what? That was the smart thing. And, but you want to go, yeah, but you know what? In Sweden, uh, they have government health care. They all, they all have health care here. People don't do that. So you can't do herd immunity because half the fucking herd doesn't have a job that is deemed health insurance worthy. So you're, 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 you're just, it's not, it's not even apples and oranges. It's apples and fucking, and, and cans of corned beef hash. Like it's not even the same argument. So I think of myself, you know, fat guy, 52, uh, no insurance. And as, as much as I, I think I'm unkillable and I'll work out at a mask and, I I still, I still err on the side of science. I have to believe in the science. I have to believe in what these people are saying because also we don't know what the fuck is going on with this thing. Every time I see a story, they're like, uh, cause before it was like, Hey, it's old people. And it's just like the flu. And now I'm like, well, they're like, well, you know, some kids have died. I'm like, Oh really? Now they're like, Hey, by the way, uh, like I, I said before, they're like, Hey, we had to cut this guy's leg off because of a blood clot. And now they're like, Hey, you get all these bumps on your fingers and toes. Also, you lose your sense of smell and taste. And I mean, what the fuck is this? It's it just, this is the kind of shit you'd write into a science fiction film or when they finally get a beat on the smell and taste, then all of a sudden you start getting bumps and blisters on your fingers and toes. And then they're like, oh yeah, he's got it too. Like there's, there's all these different symptoms and signs. It's claiming everybody. You can't tell me it's just old people dying and whatever the fuck. And also doctors, it's just, it's a, we know this, you I'm not educating you. That's the thing. That's one of the reasons why I didn't want to talk about it so much this week is I'm no longer educating it. Not that I was, <laughs> well, you know, I was very much bringing the tablets down from the mountain and educating everybody. No, I wasn't. 
that's the point again like i said i'm fucking i'm i'm joey jokes like nobody fucking knows so i'm not bringing you anything you don't know that you can't read somewhere else but as far as my particular experience and what i think like i would love to go to the gym i want to fucking go to the gym seven days a fucking week but again that prevalent theme of this this would be a stupid way to die because i just think about not having insurance and then getting it and being in my house and going well fuck i can't go to the doctor but having to go because otherwise you're going to die in your apartment so then i go and then i don't have insurance and then you lay there because people can't come and talk to you anyway nobody can see you and and you just you just expire man you know, I talked to my friend, uh, a buddy of mine whose sister-in-law had it. I think I talked about that earlier in the show. Um, I, I don't know because we've, we've had to break three different fucking times for goddamn helicopters and whop fucking choppers. I say whop whoppers. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, she's in the hospital for all that time and, and she can't talk to anybody. They wouldn't, you can't talk to your family. It's just, it's, it's just crazy, man. It's a terrible, terrible thing. And so, Anybody who's on the front lines of trying to take care of people, again, nothing but best wishes that you stay as safe and healthy as you can. Everybody, man, don't don't touch your face, wash your hands, whatever the fuck. And I, I want so desperately to go to the gym. I do. But I just, that prevailing theme of, of in my head that just echoes and says, hey, man, this is a stupid way to die. And it is. It would absolutely be a stupid way to die. Um. So I told you my experience is I'm alone. I'm in the house here and I, I you know, I get up and I'm, I'm going to bed at fucking two in the afternoon, getting up at nine at night, 10 at night. It's just completely living upside down again, which I don't like to do. And I'm trying to go ahead and get a handle on that. But the other day I was up um, and I, I had to stream. So I got up at like three in the afternoon. And I was going to stream at four o'clock. Uh, and then I, instead I hit snooze and I finally got up and I went online at like, I don't know, six o'clock, whatever the fuck it was. And, uh, you know, everything closes here at early. Like the, even the Walgreens by my house closes at nine, the grocery store closes at 11. Uh, so I, I, you know, I wanted to go to the store that day, but I also wanted, I had to stream. I had to, but it was my own fault that I got up late. So I had to start a little late. So that's fine. I got a shower. I sat down to stream. I went ahead and I did it. I went ahead and did like talking stream. And then I was going to play some games. And then I did a couple hours. Like, and I actually did longer because I was only going to do two hours. I went up doing like two hours and 40 minutes. And then it was really late, so I had to hustle out the door. So I got up and I threw on some socks. I, you know, I grabbed a hoodie and I put that on, and I grabbed my earbuds and I grabbed my fucking keys and everything. And I was like, "All right, let's get out." I threw, you know, I throw everything in my fucking hoodie pocket and uh, throw my shoes on, and I walk out and uh, I get out to my car. I, you know, I walk outside the door all the way down. I get to the carport and I get to the car. No pants. <laughs> because i'm in the house in boxer briefs all the fucking time and i had to hustle out the door and i'm so used to just not i don't throw shorts on or pants or anything no jeans so i and i didn't even notice it dudes because again i had a hoodie i normally put stuff in my shorts pockets but i have my hoodie on everything just goes in my hoodies pockets so it's like wallet keys hold on there's a fucking siren now is this this look i promise you i don't live in a fucking ridiculous war zone although it's fucking all the choppers and sirens who knows i haven't been online so who knows some some shit could be going down uh no fucking pants so i just threw it because i threw everything in the hoodie pocket and went outside and i didn't and i didn't even know it until i got to the car and i noticed my legs like were cold like up like on my thighs you know what i mean like because i'll wear shorts and you feel your calves or whatever but i felt a breeze and i was like what the fuck and i reached down and I felt that I, I had boxer briefs on. And I was like, you fucking jamoke. I just laughed at myself. 
came inside and put on pants for the first time in four fucking days or whatever the fuck and uh, and made my way out and and that's if that doesn't speak to exactly where we're at as a society if that doesn't speak to who I am as a guy I don't know what does and I don't know I don't know when it changes I don't you know here I again I'm making plans to go lift and go do this and do the other thing and uh Man, I can't even put fucking pants on. And I'll go the other way too. I don't want to put pants on. I don't, I, I see these people are out there again protesting. They're like, fuck, I want to go to Outback Steakhouse, whatever the fuck, man. I, if it wasn't for money, this is literally my ideal life. I'm in the house. I, you know, I, I, you know, I got, I, there's some food. I got a TV. I got a fucking computer. I got books. I got music. Uh, I mean, if I had pussy, you could just fucking wall me up in my apartment like it was the cask of Amontillado and just come get my bones in a fucking decade. You guys can get me at Mike at MikeSchmidtComedy.com. You guys can be my friend at Facebook.com slash the 40-year-old boy. Uh, I did a, I just did a fucking live chat. Like <laughs> The last time I got delayed was it an hour ago, whatever the fuck. Uh, so be my friend at facebook.com slash the 40-year-old boy. You can follow me at twitter.com slash the 40-year-old boy. I'm on Snapchat and uh, and TikTok and Instagram at Mike40YOB. That's Mike40YOB. Please follow me on all of those places. Find me. Make me your pal, your confidant, your friend, your lover. Uh, all of those things. Find me, please. Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. I still haven't used TikTok yet, but I will someday, probably, maybe, no, uh, all right, so find me at all those places. I'm there. Our friend Ryan Dirks does the web stuff for the show. Find him at facebook.com slash Ryan Dirks. Uh, not .com, fuck. Facebook.com slash Ryan Dirks. And uh, of course, David Hernandez, cool guy extraordinaire. Uh, you can find him at facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez. Be his friend on there. You know, he does the artwork and the, and the music for this show. But if you go ahead and find him at his web page there at facebook.com slash david mex hernandez you can go and look at all the artwork he's done uh stuff he's done for me on facebook stuff he's done for the west side 86 jokers which is of course the fan club page of this show uh this show or me or however you want to look at it i don't know but uh you can join that too the west side 86 jokers that's available right now on facebook go ahead and join the fan club if you would i'd appreciate it why not um David does all the artwork for the show. He does all the music for the show, but he's also very independently inclined and he's doing all sorts of artwork for his projects. If you go to facebook.com slash David Max Hernandez, you can see all of the artwork that he has in his photo section. I think he's got it in folders for what he's done for my show, what he's done for the Joker's page, but also he has a closed group called this is dumb. That's dumb. I'm dumb. You're dumb. And uh, it shares memes and all sorts of other things like that. And there's uh there's a, like I said, there's a, some edamame that'll punch you in the face. There's a, uh, there's a fucking hedgehog, all sorts of cool ass people, a naked chick. That's the most important thing, but all of these people exist and they exist on the page. This is dumb. That's dumb. You're dumb. I'm dumb. If you want to join this closed group, you have to go ahead and send him a note or at least you try to join. And then he'll send you a note with questions to answer. And then when you answer those questions, you're getting in there and post uh, all sorts of memes about the fall of civilization, which is happening fucking quick. So go ahead and join this group while it's still relevant <laughs> before civilization just completely falls, period. Uh, and then it's just a, a bunch of people going, wow, that happened and we knew it would. We saw it coming. This is dumb. That's dumb. I'm dumb. You're dumb. It's on Facebook. Go ahead and join it. Uh, again, our, our great friend David Hernandez does all the music and the artwork. And if you want to hire him to do some artwork for you, you can. Uh, like I said, you can go ahead and check out all the stuff he's done. He can do your Facebook caricature. He can do oil. He can do watercolor. He can do all sorts of painting, whatever the fuck you need him to do. He can do it. Uh, if you go to again and become his friend at facebook.com slash David Max Hernandez, you will see that he has, uh, photos, 
uh, or at least paintings listed in the photos. You can check him out and see what he's done. Uh, but I recommend you go to his website as well. Because look, you'll get all that on Facebook. You'll see a lot of cool stuff. But if you want to see a different side of the art that he does, you can go to his uh, website. All of it is fantastic. But it's really cool to be able to see the range that he can get. He's just, again, I'm fascinated by it. Because anybody who can do things that I can't do, I, I sit there just slack-jawed and look. And he's he's definitely that dude. Singing, artwork, all stuff I can't do. Um, all I do is this part, the talking part. But he can do other stuff too. So find him at facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez. And visit his website, please artbydmh.com that is a-r-t-b-y-d-m-h dot com he passed upon the stair spoke a wise man although I his friend which came as some surprise I spoke into his eyes I thought you died alone a long long time ago oh no not me I never lost control Search for form and land Years and years I roam I gazed at gaze I stare At all the millions here We must have died alone A long, long time ago
sponsors? Well, of course. You all know about the lovely people over there at the uh, the Knife Drop Podcast, our good friend Rob Matsushita. Again, like I said, that's been tabled while he does a lot of video stuff, but you can still check it out. It's at Pod Bay and uh, Anchor and Stitcher and uh, everywhere else you find podcasts. And of course, our great friend, Fearful Jesuit, who runs the always popular and lovely Paranoid Strain podcast. That's right. It's lovely. You know, I don't often talk about the countenance of a podcast. I won't usually talk about its looks. I'll say something's great or terrific or funny, but it's lovely. It's a beautiful podcast. Why I would make sweet love to this podcast. Don't kid yourselves. Uh, the Paranoid Strain podcast. I'm so stupid. Where's a lawnmower when you need it? Um... The Paranoid Strain Podcast is fantastic. It's our great friend, Fearful Jesuit. Uh, go subscribe right now at Apple Podcasts. That's right. I always say in the iTunes store. Sorry, I'm fighting off a yawn. I always say in the iTunes store, but I don't think that uh, I don't think we do that anymore, right? Isn't it Apple Podcasts? Uh, because I had a listener who wrote me, uh, a, a very nice gentleman who has not listened to the show in a while. And, uh, he said, uh, I used to listen all the time, but then I, he was doing a job where he was driving and then he stopped driving. Uh, and then he's like, yeah, I fell behind in it, you know, whatever the fuck. And I was like, all right, well, it totally makes sense. Um, and then I had told him to get it through the iTunes store and he's like, dude, I went in the iTunes store and it's not in there. So I guess Apple podcast is where you want to go. Uh, but who knows, but well, we're not talking about my show now. We're talking about paranoid strain. Perhaps that's everywhere. It could be anywhere you look. Uh, right now, I'll tell you what, here's a, it's only available at Aldi. Please go to the grocery store, go down the scan soup aisle, and you'll find it right there on the shelf. Paranoid Strain. Mm-hmm, good. The Paranoid Strain podcast is fantastic. You can go ahead and write a, a, a review for it. Well, first of all, let's, let's, all right, let me start over. Paranoid Strain podcast, hosted by our good friend Fearful Jesuit and his sidekick, Danny Unicorn, getting to the bottom of conspiracy theories all over this great planet of ours. So many of them available right now in the iTunes store or at Apple Podcasts uh, or anywhere else. But I go ahead, just subscribe to it. Then you won't have to worry about it. hunting it down. It'll just come right to you whenever it's fucking new and out. Um, leave a review in the iTunes store or the Apple Podcast store. I don't know what the fuck. But leave a review, please, letting them know that uh, you love it. And so then Fearful Jesuit sees that. And also mention us, please. And so then that lets the Fearful Jesuit know that he's doing the right thing by sponsoring this show to get the word out. Please write him a note personally, theparanoidstrain at gmail.com, theparanoidstrain at gmail.com. Write him a note. Tell him you love the show. Tell him you heard about it through us. And again, like I said, it makes him think I'm a hitter. He continues to sponsor. Why am I getting attacked by yawns? I slept. It's fucking afternoon. This makes no sense. Is it the, the grass, the pollen in the air? Has that affected me? Perhaps. Or is it the ghosts of conspiracies past thwarting my plug? That could be it. They don't like the fact that our friend Fearful Jesuit sponsors the show. Well, I'll tell you what, conspiracy ghosts, step the fuck off, man. Don't try to climb into my fucking trachea and make me fuck up this promo. I won't have it. Uh, please, guys, go ahead and follow follow the Paranoid Strain podcast at the iTunes store. Subscribe there. Download it. The latest episode is, again, getting to the bottom of a lot of coronavirus stuff. More stuff in the pipeline. He's got all sorts of stuff planned for 2020. Uh, also known as 2021 soon to be, I guess he's going to be, uh, he's not going anywhere is my point. And he'll always be here. He'll always, fuck you. yawns. God damn you. Conspiracy ghosts. Uh, please go ahead and listen to the paranoid strain podcast available now in Apple podcasts or the iTunes store, download it, subscribe to it, write him a note, tell him you love it. Leave a review mentioning us. 
and, uh, and you'll dig it big time because it's fucking amazing work. Like I said, I, I come here, I talk some fucking dudes show up with a leaf blower ruins the whole fucking show. Not, not Jesuit. He's in a fucking broom closet in his house. Uh, monks are all, all around building fucking ships in a bottle and he's there recording in a goddamn closet, making it happen. Uh, he doesn't have to worry about gardeners uh, because you know what? They do their own garden work and you know, monks, they take a vow of silence. So all their, all their, their yard work is silent. You ever see a silent leaf blower at work? Go to a fucking, uh, monastery. You'll see it fucking happening in real time. Uh, so that's how it happens up there at the compound for fearful Jesuit and the rest of the monks at the paranoid strain compound. Download the show right now. Please subscribe and follow and, uh, or just subscribe. You could do that. And, uh, and I'd appreciate it. And so would he. Yay. Uh, you know, the paranoid strain podcast I just mentioned. Why am I mentioning it again? I don't know. Hey, who wants to, uh, use the Amazon link? There you go. Go to MikeSchmidtComedy.com. My brain is frying. I don't know what's happening. You know why? Because I took delays and I didn't want to delay in the middle of this work. You yawns, motherfucker. And again, as our friend uh, Diane said, that's always a ghost stiffing his cock in my mouth. I don't know who the fuck that could be. Um, you know what? That's all the members of Leonard Skinner who died in the plane crash. That's all. That's who just fucked me in the mouth with fucking nine different yawns. <sighs> Let me take a breath. Maybe it's just, I'm just, uh, maybe I'm not breathing properly. Let's get some breathing techniques. Got to breathe through my eyes. <clears throat> go to MikeSchmidtComedy.com. Go to the merchandise page. There's an Amazon link there. You can go ahead and use that. And again, it costs you nothing. Helps this show immeasurably. And, uh, and this is a good time to start using it because they just cut all of the rates in half. So, uh, it's, it's money that truly helps this show. And I thank you so much, everybody who uses it. Go to MikeSchmidtComedy.com. Go to the merchandise page. There's an Amazon link and click on it. Again, costs you nothing except 10 seconds to find the link. You're buying stuff from Amazon anyway. We're all keeping Jeff Bezos afloat. So go ahead and click on the link and then you're shopping and we get a taste of the gig and it really helps. They get money, we get money, you get stuff. Or we get money, they get money, you get stuff. However you want to say it. I forgot what the trademark is. I've applied with the patent office to see if I can get a trademark, which probably won't help because they only give out patents. But still, I went and applied. We get money, they get money, you get stuff. Please use our link for the Amazon uh, store. MikeSchmidtComedy.com. Go to the merchandise page, click on the link, and then you're shopping and, uh, and we get part of it. So thank you so much for thinking of me and go ahead and do that. Hey, there's Patreon. Now, before I start giving you all this boost and money and all that shit, I just want to tell you again, thank you so much for thinking of me. I know what a weird time it is for everybody out there right now. And I just want to go ahead and thank you if you've gone ahead and made any sort of uh, contribution or thought of me in any way. And, and um, I'll get to some people who did in a second. But uh, right now, I want to tell you about these things that exist. What are they talking about? Uh, Cameo? Cameo. Hey, Cameo exists. It's out there. Now you can hire me to do a phone call for you. Why wouldn't you? You should. I can go ahead and call your friend. I promise not to yawn during that cameo. What the fuck is happening to me? My, I, my life is falling apart right here in front of this goddamn microphone. Uh, but I'm happy to go ahead and call whoever you would like me to call. I, and I can do good things. I can do bad things. I've never done good things. I've never done good things. I've never done bad things. He's never done bad things. I never did anything out of the blue. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, <laughs> so hire me, please, on Cameo. And I'll tell your friends you love them. I'll tell your enemies you hate them. I'll tell anybody else anything you want me to tell them. I get 15 bucks. It's all that matters to me, man. I'll say anything. I am a tool of the proletariat. I will tell your boss he's a dick. I'll tell your coworkers they're great. Whatever the fuck you want me to do, baby. Hire me. 20 bucks, 15 to me, 5 to, uh, to Patreon. Or no, 5 to Cameo. Oh, I didn't even talk about Patreon. 5 to Cameo. 
And, uh, and that's important. So please hire me. Cameo, it's Book Cameo is the app. The Cameo app, you can put it on your phone or go to bookcameo.com if you do it on your laptop or your regular computer. And, uh, and hire me, man. Why wouldn't you do that? Get me involved with your family. They all want to see me, don't they? Doesn't everybody want to see me tell them something? Of course they do. So please think of me when, uh, you, you, you know, when you think of garbage, think of Akeem. When you think of Happy Valentine's Day or Happy Memorial Day, think of me. And I will wish that upon your greatest friend or your most hated enemy. I'm happy to do it. I don't know why you want to wish your most hated enemy a happy Memorial Day, but yet I am still here to do that for you. Go to Cameo and book me there, please. Patreon exists. I was talking about that, I think, at one point. Uh, Patreon.com slash the 40-year-old boy. Find me on there. Subscribe. Become a patron. Uh, I just, you know, I did that live chat today on Facebook and I was like, you know what? I should do more of these on fucking on Patreon too. I can do live chats on there. There's all sorts of stuff I can do. And why shouldn't I, right? I should do all these things. So please become a patron of Patreon. Anybody who has is the best. Thank you so much for thinking of me. I appreciate it very much. And again, like I said, some people did this week. I'll get to that in just a second. Uh, but I want to make sure that you know that you can go to patreon.com slash the 40 year old boy. And, uh, and become a patron. And it would really help this show. Because again, we're in really help this show mode, as you all know, because there's a global pandemic that may have, again, if you can't help, I totally appreciate you listening. Uh, I understand that everybody's got family or other things they need to take care of or their own selves. But thank you so much for thinking of me. Anybody who reaches out and does give money, uh, you're, you're greatly appreciated. And I'll get to some people who did in just a second. Uh, also, we have a ch- uh, Twitch channel. We got the YouTube channel, YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash the 40 year old boy and the Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy. If you would subscribe to those, that would be great. Uh, the YouTube has some existing stuff on there now that you can check out all the old podcasts certainly are there. Uh, a couple of clips of me doing stand up and there's more to come. There are, I swear to God, there's stuff that I've, I'm, I'm plotting and planning and making lists. I got a list. I got plans. I know the pandemic came and fucked most of it up, but at the same time, it still exists. So please follow me at youtube.com slash the 40 year old boy and twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy. You can find me on there playing games pretty much every night. Uh, I'm in the, I just started a game called undertale, which is totally fun. It's like an old eight bit game. Um, and I'm excited to see where it goes. I'll actually be playing today. If you listen to this and I'm, I'll be on at four o'clock PM. I'm usually on three or four o'clock, nah, four or five o'clock in the afternoon Pacific time, which is why, well, you know, as we know, six and seven or eight and nine, it all depends on where you live. Ask our friend Liana. She'll buy you a painting, which is fucking cool. Uh, but the Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy. So come watch me. Sometimes I'm doing just chatting. Come watch me play games. Uh, just come watch me. You'll stare at me. Don't you want to see my mouth moving while you hear the words come flying out of my face? Of course you do. So go ahead and subscribe over there at twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy. And if you subscribe, that's the following is great. Uh, subscribing is great because it gets me money. You can use your Twitch prime subscription, all that cool stuff. Thank you for thinking of me. But if you follow too, that's cool. Uh, cause then you'll just know when I'm on and they can go ahead and jump in the chat stream. And if you want to contribute bits, whatever you want to do is fine. I appreciate you thinking of me. Thank you so much. Um, so let's see, it's Patreon. That's the website. It's uh, cameo, Amazon, uh, Uber and Lyft. Nobody gives a fuck. Cause that's, that's dead. Uh, Twitch. And, um, and now I want to talk about some people who, who reached out. Let's do that. Um, on Patreon this week, you know, it's funny a couple of weeks ago, uh, it might've even been last week. I mentioned our good friend, Bob Aaron's Did I mentioned Bob Aaron's and I said, it reminded me of Barb Aaron's, uh, did I, did I do this one? Did I mention this already? I don't know. Bob Aaron's bumped up his, uh, his, his, yeah, I fuck. I might've already, I might've already said this last week. I don't know. Uh, but Bob Aaron's became a subscriber. And then I was trying to relate Barb Aaron's 
that I went to school with. Like I couldn't remember the 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 sex ad that we thought that she had placed, even though she didn't really place, but we made it up. And I was like, uh, hi, I'm Barb the Walrus Aarons. And I couldn't remember the middle name, the middle line. Now I'm looking to get worked. And then Mex texted me and he was like, he knew what it was. I swear to God, I told you this already. Jesus Christ. See, this is what happens when you're stuck in your fucking house all the time. You forget what you did. But I'm going to tell you anyway. Uh, the Yeah, it was, uh, hi, I'm Barb the Walrus Aarons. I used to be a nun. Now I'm looking to get worked. That was the the ad itself. And I told the story in, by, in year one and that's available on YouTube. Go ahead and listen to it. But our friend Bob Aaron's kicked up his uh, his monthly Patreon. Thank you, Bob. And also our great friend Nick James. Nick James. I'm Nick James, bitch. Nick James has stepped it up and become a new Patreon subscriber. Thank you much, Nick James. I appreciate that. Now I will say this. It said Nicholas James on Patreon. Perhaps I should be uh I should I should go formal. I don't know why I think to call you Nick. Why did I shorten it to Nick? You said Nicholas. So our good friend Nicholas James is now a new Patreon subscriber. Thank you so much, Nicholas James. I appreciate you stepping up and uh and uh, Bob Aaron's I appreciate you kicking yours up and uh you guys are be- uh, the best and and thinking of me um you know it's it just this is the time to think of me. I mean, you think of your friends, think of family, reach out, whatever the fuck you got to do. I totally get that. But uh, if you've ever thought about supporting the show, this is a very good time to do it because, uh, you know, fucking wolves are at the door, man. They're at the door for all of us. You know that? And they're carrying germs. That's, that's scary as shit. Like if there's a wolf at the door, that's one thing. But you get a wolf carrying germs? Fuck all that, man. Nobody wants to see that shit happening. Again, you know what they did? They came right out of the fucking rainforest. The fucking rainforest has got witches. And it's got all the fucking ass people. Giant puffin stuff face. And now wolves with bags of germs. I don't want a fucking germ-toting wolf. Get off my doorstep, germ-toting wolf. Um, but they're coming for all of us. So if you, can, if you can use the Amazon link, again, these are things that don't cost you anything, really. If you use the Amazon link, uh, or use your Amazon Twitch subscription over there at Twitch. That'll that's just free. That that costs you nothing. But you can also give regular dough. And also, uh, you know, if you go to MikeSchmidtComedy.com in the upper left hand corner, there's a, a little Schmitty with his pocket out. That's a PayPal donation. You can do that too. Thank you so much for thinking of me that way. Um, so that exists. And and if you want to do any of that stuff and help the show, I'd appreciate it very much. Um, I've mentioned Twitch. I've mentioned uh, what else? Uh, Cameo, Amazon. Oh, and I mentioned a Patreon. I mentioned Bob and Nick stepping up and going ahead and donating. Now let's talk about Cameo. I mentioned you could sign me for that. Well, you know who else did? Our good friend, Joe Evil. Joe Evil stepped to the forefront and booked me for a Cameo for our great friend, Ann Zill. Ann Zill, it was her birthday. And uh, and so I had to leave her a Cameo. And she was lovely. She left a very nice um, review in the in the Cameo store which, um, again, I don't know if that's going to lead anybody. <laughs> what if it did? Some stranger goes, well, Anne liked this nobody comedian. <gasps> Why don't I book him? That'd be perfect. So um, thank you so much to Joe for thinking of me. Thank you to Anne for, uh, for writing the nice review. And I will say this, Joe, not only did he book me, but then he was very nice and he, uh, and he tipped me on top of booking me. And, that, and again, just the very fact that you guys are thinking of me in these ways, financially helping out, supporting me, doing whatever you can, supporting the show, um, yes, I know the show's coming out on Friday afternoon. I know, I know, man, we're all in a fucking cycle here and, and you're nice to support me and I appreciate it very, very much. And, um, you know, I, I want to, I'm going to do this to close it out. I, I mentioned, you know, we've talked about this before, man. You guys know me. I mean, essentially I've talked to a lot of you. I've met a lot of you. Um, you know, I'm behind in correspondence, although I'm caught up on Facebook. I'm caught up. I'm caught up in all my correspondence except emails, just so you know. But uh, I mentioned last week our friend John sent me a package and he, he had written me and he said, hey, can I send you some masks? And I said, sure. 
and I gave him my home address and then I, I got the package and, um, I mean, I made a joke that he was, he said he was going to wrap it in a brown paper bag or whatever the fuck. And I was like, all right, we're getting close to a manifesto at this fucking point, but it was nice of him to think of me. So I got the package and I brought it in my house and, uh, ripped it open after sanitizing it. And, uh, three masks came tumbling out of the package. I mean, I, I just, again, above and beyond, he did, certainly didn't have to give me mask one, but he made me three masks. And in addition to the three masks, you know, well, what, what, there's a note. And uh, I, I then I wrote John to see if I could read this note on the air. And he said that it was cool with him. And I, I I'm very happy. So let me drink some water here to make sure I do this justice. Um, Here's the note my friend John sent along with three masks to keep me safe during the pandemic. And uh, it says, here's why you have helped me, Mike. Lost everything in Hurricane Irma. If it was not on my motorcycle, it was lost. We all have stories. And listening to your experiencing your constant, wait, listening to and experiencing. Let me check. Let me do this again. So stupid. We all have stories and listening to you and experiencing your constant creativity is truly a miracle. I'm 68 and I'm in my sister's basement wondering the next move. Your podcast takes me on to new worlds. Thanks, John. And I mentioned he gave me three masks with this note and, uh, and he also sent a $20 bill, which... I, you know, <laughs> every week I tell you guys I teared up at something or I get I get choked up or I, I because every week I, I I run into something that reminds me, you know, um, how lucky I am to be able to interact with people or to reach people in a certain way. And uh, and John is no different. And John, um, you honor me with what you wrote and, and I'm humbled and grateful that you would send me anything, but I mean, you're, you, again, the man, he's, <laughs> you've been through it. That's all I say. I direct this to John. You've been through it. And for you, a man who has been through it and is currently still probably even going through it and trying to, like you said, as you put it, you're just trying to figure out your next move. And, and I think that's a really good way to put it. Cause I think all of us, are trying to figure out our next move at this point. Um, I know I am, you know, I, <laughs> I won't lie. I've, I've thought about moving to Canada or whatever the fuck, like part of me just wants to get in a car and just drive. I mean, I know it sounds crazy. Uh, but, but just knowing that someone like John is out there and has gone through things that I couldn't possibly imagine. And yet, still keeps me in his thoughts and reaches out to try to help me at a time, um, you know, when we all need help. Uh, I'm fucking astonished. And, and John, thank you. You know, um, watch your mail. Cause I'm, I'm sending you a package. You know, I don't have much to offer, but I have some stuff, you know, that I could possibly call swag or whatever you want to call it. Um, and, uh, and I think that's a good idea. I should clutter up your sister's basement with a bunch of shit. <laughs> Here you go. Here's a toaster oven. What the fuck? Put this in there. What do you need? You got, you want this Johnny? Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I don't know, man. I, I, 
I've, I seem like every week we have to have this fucking moment where I, I thank you or, or I cast an eye to the future and say it's all up in the air and none of us know what the fuck is going to happen. And that's the truth. I mean, we're living in a time where none of us really know what the fuck is going to happen. Uh, we can hope, you know, I, I, and, and it's fracturing before our very eyes. You know, when you've got states opening up and I just read today that Florida is talking about having sporting events and just allowing only 50% capacity and having people who come into the stadiums like sit with one space, but one seat between them. And I'm just like, all right, why? Well, I, I, that just sounds like a murder, but fine. Um, even where I live now, you got people out protesting, wanting to open the beaches. And I, I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't, I don't know. Cause again, there's no easy fix here. Yes. I recognize where people are running out of money and running out of time. Uh, but like I said, when I talked about going to the gym, seems like a stupid way to die the beach seems like a stupid way to die going to a outdoor soccer game seems like a stupid way to die going to the ufc seems like a stupid way to die so be safe and use your best judgment you know i recognize that some of you are still working and and stay as safe as you can and I recognize that some of you want to get back to work. And if you do that, that's your choice and wear a mask and do whatever you can do. Because again, we, we need to start recognizing that we are citizens of the world. You know, there's no, we're Americans, man. We need, we got rights. Well, yeah, but you're, one of your rights isn't to kill other Americans. We don't know what we're dealing with here. We're learning new things every single day. Like I said, just this new thing where you get fucking bumps and shit on your fingers. I mean, like they, all these new things are coming to light every single day because it seems like the virus itself is mutating every single day. Who knows, man? Who knows? And this seems like some dystopian shit. They have to give a speech about a virus and tell you to stay safe during it. And it sounds like a fucking novel. It really does. But, but this is where we're at. But to know that in times of such uncertainty, Nick and Bob and Joe will think of me and John will think of me. Uh, again, I, I'm, I'm, I'm taken aback by it. I'm grateful for it. And, uh, and please know that I'm also thinking of all of you. I can only hope good things for all of you. I love you. I hope you're well and safe and happy and, uh, and doing everything you can to see me on the other side of this. Cause I'm coming to see all you motherfuckers. I mean, I'm, I'm coming to your town, whether it's just to sleep on your fucking couch or do a show or, or whatever you need, whatever you got. I, cause I, as much as I love sitting in the house, um, when this is all cleared up, I'm, I'm not sure if I'll ever sit in the house again. Who knows? Who knows? Cut to me in a year sitting in my house. <laughs> uh, John, man, thank you for thinking of me. That's incredible. And, and Bob and Nick and Joe and uh, everybody else, Jeremy, everybody, everybody who, you know, gives during the Twitch streams and stuff like that, Tanya, um, please know you have my heart and, and, uh, forever. The very fact that you would think of me makes me incredibly happy. And, uh, and I, and, you know, I hope it continues and I hope it continues in a better way where I actually, I can come out and do a show and you guys can see me and, um, you know, I'm earning my nickels not just fucking having my hand out. So, all right. I promised David. Here's David.
No 